This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one. In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more, but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Tonight, Tiger Woods' terrifying car crash. Rushed into surgery, we have the latest on his condition. Then, replacing Chris Harrison. And I, I, I will tell you this. New Bachelor drama details as Matt James speaks out. Then, our Charlize Theron cover shoot exclusive. That was eye-opening. Thank you. Behind the scenes of Vanity Fair's stunning Hollywood issue. Ten stars across four continents, how they pulled it off. I am ready to drive the donkey. And our flashback for guest host, Tamar Braxton. This is my 16-year-old sister, Tamar. <laughs> Hello. As Kelly and Ryan take E.T. on their virtual road trip. This is Entertainment Tonight. Tiger Woods seriously injured in a car crash. What a day for you to be here to guest host Tamar Braxton. Oh, my God, Kevin. I am in such shock. What a scary accident. Yeah, we have the latest on Tiger because he is lucky to be alive. We have a rollover with someone uh, trapped. We are here on site at the horrific crash scene. Tiger's vehicle flipped on its side, the front smashed in, airbags deployed, and his golf bag laying nearby. Hit the curb, hit a tree, and there was several rollovers during that process. Sheriffs tell ET that the crash happened around 7-12 this morning. Tiger was the sole occupant in the car. According to his agent, Tiger, quote, suffered multiple leg injuries. Tiger was taken directly into surgery. His injuries do not appear to be life-threatening. Now, it's unclear what caused the crash. Authorities are still investigating. The 45-year-old golf legend was in L.A. over the weekend for his annual Genesis Invitational Golf Tournament. You can see the emblem on the side of the vehicle. Debris here at the scene indicates that the vehicle may have flipped end over end for nearly 500 feet across the road. Obviously, that indicates they were going a greater uh, speed than, than normal. 
So what led up to the crash? Well, the last few days have been busy for Tiger. Yesterday, he had a shoot with Golf TV and was photographed with celebs, including Dwayne Wade, David Spade, and Jada Pinkett Smith. After his accident this morning, Jada posted she was sending him prayers. At that golf tournament on Sunday, Tiger's appearance in the broadcast booth had a lot of people concerned. His eyes were puffy, and he said he was feeling stiff after a fifth back surgery. Have one more MRI uh, scheduled. I'm still in the gym, still doing um, the mundane stuff that you have to do for rehab. Last month, Tiger was the focus of an HBO documentary, which included a look at this 2009 accident when he crashed his SUV into a tree. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior. The golf icon made a staggering comeback and was set to spend today continuing that golf TV shoot. Now to another story we're following, The Bachelor as Matt James speaks out. Rachel! 90 minutes before last night's on-air drama with a contestant quitting in tears and a crash landing. Rachel just literally slammed into the earth hard. The Bachelor's first black lead broke his silence about the show's racism controversy, calling it devastating and heartbreaking. He also described these photos of frontrunner Rachel Kirkinell at an Old South party as incredibly disappointing. Do you trust me? I do. As for host Chris Harrison, who defended Kirkinell in an interview with Rachel Lindsay. Is it a good look in 2018 or is it not a good look in 2021? Matt said, Chris's failure to receive and understand the emotional labor that my friend Rachel Lindsay was taking on by graciously and patiently explaining the racist history of the antebellum South was troubling and painful to watch. It's been a week, Chris. Yeah, it's been a big week. After Harrison apologized twice and announced he would step aside, there was a report suggesting that producers might minimize his role in the remaining pre-taped shows with editing. But that didn't seem to be the case last night. And all this raises an interesting question. Could former Bachelorette Rachel Lindsay replace Chris as Bachelor host? Can we say again how Rachel Lindsay, how well she handled yeah. that? It's hard for me to even think about being the host. It's really toxic. And it's really, really tough. And then, could I talk like this? I don't want to be muzzled. At the same time, I really don't know. I don't know if that's something that's for me. There is a lot going on in this Bachelor universe. Let's get back to Rachel Kirkinell and Matt. I need Tamar's take. In Tamar's take, she sees the fake. Yeah, really? I am not here for that. I don't think I don't think they really love each other like that. What? No, I don't think they're going to make it. Even if they end up together, that's that. There we go. Let's keep moving. <laughs> Vanity Fair's highly anticipated Hollywood issue is all about diversification, but the pandemic also made it about a lesson in adaptability, and we're taking you behind the scenes. Are you yeah. ready to drive the donkey? I am ready to drive the donkey. The biggest hurdle putting together the Vanity Fair Hollywood cover is getting eight, nine, 10, 11 of Hollywood's biggest stars into a room at the same time. This year's Hollywood issue was shot virtually with 10 stars on four continents. It took seven days of shooting and nearly 48 solid hours of direction over Zoom to get it right. We have Aquafina kind of giving us a preview of her Little Mermaid role, Michael B. Jordan waking up in the palm of Hollywood's hand, and Zendaya in a flowing fuchsia gown effortlessly holding up a boulder on the beach. Local photographers 
were photographing the talent, but everything that was captured on their digital camera was then projected back to us. Left, oh, right. Real animals were used, but also shot separately to capture the theme of surreal star moments after a surreal year. What is your greatest regret? Usually not eating enough of that dessert. And only E.T. has Mama Bear Charlize answering the magazine's rapid-fire questions and getting real from her least favorite body part. They have big shoulders. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Smaller shoulders. To her most favorite word. Just uh, magical. I'm using the word magical a lot. I'm sounding like a real royal Everything is so magical. Maybe the phrase I overuse is magical. So that was eye-opening. Thank you. I think we both overuse the word magical, don't we? We do. I use it every day. All the time. Everything is magical. Even my burgers are magical. Well, can we have a magical conversation yes, right now? Because I want to talk to you. Let's have a proper conversation. Okay. How are you doing? Because I'm looking at you, and I see a glow in your eye. I see it like it's back. Oh, well, listen, Kevin. I really worked hard at my glow in my eyes. I am definitely um, someone who knows what rock bottom looks like, what it feels like, and not being able to pull myself out. Mm -hmm. So the only thing that can get you out is your mind. You have to think positive and be positive. And that's just what I did. By the way, if y'all haven't checked out Under Construction, Tamar's um, podcast, it's fabulous. You should Thank check you. it out. Yeah. Explain. Well, I wanted to normalize mental health. And mm -hmm. I also wanted to create a platform to heal out loud. I just feel like my ministry now is um, to give my um, struggles, my journey, and not be ashamed of it so the next person will feel the same way. Tell me about your upcoming virtual retreat. Kevin, I'm so excited about yeah. this. Yes, um, it's called Lucky 21, and it's just about um, receiving and entering in your lucky season. Because, you know, after such a dark time in my life, Hello. I feel like I'm living my best life. I actually feel like I'm in my 20s. I feel great. Do you? <laughs> oh, yes. Tamar, does that mean yes. love could be on the horizon? Love could be on the horizons. I, I'm, I'm open, you know, but I'm, not, I'm not dating right now. Uh -huh. I am actually dating myself and to make sure I'm the best mother that I can possibly mm -hmm. be. I have to make sure that mentally I check in with him too. So we go to counseling together. Oh, do you? Absolutely. Because, um, you know, my, my whole thing is to make sure his happiness is first. How's Tony doing with her love life? Listen, I, listen I can't talk about Tony Braxton's love life. You know, I have changed. I am shade free now. I went to oh. Shade Anonymous. Oh, you went to Shade Anonymous <laughs> and let it go. Yes, I did. Um, but you know, listen, Tony is my older sister. Mm -hmm. She's an amazing woman. Mm -hmm. And you know, I I don't know what I did in my life to be so lucky to have such an amazing family, amazing family full of beautiful, amazing yes, African-American yes, yes. women. Can I play something for you? This oh, is, uh, yes. I'm uh -oh. gonna take you back to 1993. Wow! Oh my God, I remember my sister Tony making us sing corny songs. <laughs> all the time. I mean, the commenters are definitely not corny, but at that time when you're 16, you want to pop, lock, and drop it, and I definitely wasn't doing that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I cannot believe you just played that on national TV. It was so good. <laughs> and, and speaking of our younger selves, get ready to see your favorite 90 stars like you've never seen them before. Yes. This is Mark Wahlberg calling for Soleil. Soleil Moon Fry's video diaries from her days as a child star revealed.
I documented my entire life. Then our exclusive with Oscar winner Viola Davis, her final conversation with TV mom and icon Cicely Tyson. Before I go, you need to know this. Plus, Shailene Woodley on her whirlwind romance with NFL star Aaron Rodgers. When we met, I knew he was a football guy, but I didn't know what kind of a football guy he was. Hey, everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Mandy Moore is a mom, but this is us star and husband Taylor Goldsmith sharing this first photo of August Harrison Goldsmith, or Gus as they plan on calling him. Mandy adding he arrived right on his due date, much to the delight of his parents. Big congratulations to Mandy and Taylor. Oh, congratulations. I cannot believe that Mandy Moore is all grown up and she's a mom. Isn't it crazy? It's crazy. I remember her singing Candy at like 15 years old. Oh, uh, and you know what? Speaking of young stars, Soleil Moon Fry was even younger when fame struck when she was Punky Brewster, and Soleil has a new documentary about life as a child star. Yes, it's another ET exclusive. I carried a camera with me everywhere I went. We did the things that teenagers did. We just happened to be in Hollywood. Hey, what's up? This is Mark Wahlberg calling for some Everywhere I went, so cool. I documented my entire life and then locked it away for 20 years. And a few years ago, I decided to unlock Pandora's box. What happens behind the scenes in the life of child stars? Soleil relives it all with her pals, including Brian Austin Green. There were 12 kids in the business. We all knew everyone. Stephen Dorff. It got pretty crazy. It was like our 60s. <laughs> and Mark Paul Gosler. The most awkward period in your life, and that's when we were in front of the cameras. I started developing rapidly. People were calling me Punky Boobster. Men treated me more like a woman and not a 13-year-old. Soleil went through hundreds of hours of footage she shot and relives all the highs and lows in Kid 90, including the death of her late friend, teen idol, and Sequest star, Jonathan Brandis, who took his own life at 27. I really had friends that I loved and, and not superficial relationships, really deep relationships that died really young. Although we were growing up in Hollywood, we were really kids. Like yeah. we were experimenting and doing all the things that kids do. So I, I really hope that it connects to people. This is gonna be fascinating. Kid 90 premieres March 12th on Hulu. Yes, and now get ready for one of my idols, the great Viola Davis. Look at me, I'm gonna cry. Only we're with the Oscar winner sharing emotional, never before told stories of her idol, Cicely Tyson. And I am eternally grateful for that. Then how Kelly Ripa is returning to her daytime roots. All my children is responsible for my entire life. Welcome back to E.T. Well, Ryan Seacrest and Kelly Ripa have embarked on a virtual road trip. I spoke to the live duo exclusively about that, but first, I asked Kelly about the other journey she's taking with her husband, Mark Consuelos. That's bringing them back to their daytime roots. What do you make of the fan excitement of the development of Pine Valley? All my children is responsible for my entire life. I met my husband 
on all my children. I had my children on all my children. I got this job standing in my dressing room on all my children. Kelly and Mark are executive producing the primetime spinoff that'll feature a new generation of characters. But first, she's going on vacation, sort of, with her other daytime partner. Yep, all this week, live with Kelly and Ryan's going on a virtual road trip. Tomorrow's destination, Puerto Rico. If I close my eyes, it's just like being there. We're gonna play a game if Kelly and Ryan went on a road trip. If the two of you took a road trip, who would drive? I would drive. Okay. <laughs> I don't trust her driving, doesn't drive that much, so that's settled. Who would be singing in the car? Singing. A hundred percent more rapping. Would Kelly be getting more texts from her family or would Ryan be getting more well, texts? Let me explain how it works. My family texts Kelly more than me. But yeah. we're usually, all of our texts are discussing Ryan in some way. <laughs> oh, Ryan. We know that car is going to be full of laughs, but one thing missing for sure, junk food, Kev, because Ryan is not about it. No, no, he's not <laughs> messing with that junk food. He is going top shelf, five star. Caviar. Hello, thank you. Thanks, Rachel. <laughs> Uh, you know, last month we scheduled a special conversation with Viola Davis sitting down with the incomparable and incredible Cicely Tyson. Unfortunately, Miss Tyson passed away one day before the interview, but Viola still wanted to pay tribute to her Shiro. In this ET exclusive, her TV daughter Viola revealed her final conversation with Miss Tyson. And Viola also explained to our Nichelle Turner the everlasting impact this icon had on her life. Did you bring me mine? Yes, May. What comes to mind when you hear her name? Excellence and a friend. I've had my share of loss, too. Before she passed, I had a three-hour conversation yeah. with her on the phone. There was nothing about her that said 96. The mind, her mind was just so sharp. Miss Tyson was a beacon of light, leading the path for others to follow. Viola forged a strong bond with the legend and as a child was inspired watching her historic performance in the autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman. It ain't necessary craziness to talk to the river and the tree. What did that seven-year-old girl see when she first saw Cicely Tyson on television? I saw magic. The transformation from 18 to what? 107 or 108, yeah. I was looking for my place in the world. And when I saw her who looked like me, I found it. It will give him a very good life. When she got her first show on television and she got a boatload of mail every single week from black women saying mm -hmm. that she was just um, a horrible example for them, for wearing her hair short and nappy and how dare you look like that on national television. I'm sure that stuff like that hurt her, but she knew that her legacy was bigger than that. I think it's a shame that I would have to be known as the most foremost black actress of our time. Why? Because I would like to be known as a good actress of our time. When you look at Miss Tyson, like she really was a queen to us. She was, and even in life, by the way, she was regal. And the one term I keep using, well, in the past couple of days is real queens fix each other's crowns. Can you even um, pick a role of hers that, that you love the most? 
I've watched everything. I absolutely loved her in Sounders. Oh my God, her running through that field with those arms outstretched just slays me. Miss Tyson's bravery and strength continues to inspire Viola. Playing her daughter on How to Get Away with Murder was one of the highlights of her life. I actually want to play something for you oh. um, that she told to us about oh. you. One of the things that I love about her that has happened over the span of time that have, we've been working, it's like a wheel that's turning. I give to you, you give to me. I give to you, you give to me. How about that? Yeah. Look at me, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I am, I'm trying that too as well. You know, it's <clears throat> in our three hour conversation, there's a sense in me that I felt like it would be our last conversation. My favorite saying is you can either leave something for people or you can leave something in people. That mm. she wanted to just leave something in me. Everything that she talked about was so very personal. That it was like, before I go, I need, you need to know this. And I am eternally grateful for that. That for me is a lot like love. Such a beautiful conversation and it is Viola's turn to take that mantle from Miss Tyson. Now tomorrow, we honor the groundbreaker, Lena Horne, with two people who knew her best, her granddaughter, Jenny Lumet, and fellow legend, Dionne Warwick, the stories they tell are amazing. Amazing. Meanwhile, love is in the air for Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley. Yes, coming up, Shailene's new confession, and we're not just talking about their engagement. Hey, everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Yes, we are engaged. It's kind of funny. Everybody right now is freaking out over it, and we're like, yeah, we've been engaged for a while. Shailene Woodley confirming the news that she and Aaron Rodgers are indeed engaged. Yes, and she knows nothing about football. I still have never been to a football game because um, we met during this wacky, wacky time. If you're going to be involved with an athlete, you at least have to pretend to like the sport. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, be sure to check out Tamar Braxton's podcast, Under Construction. It's fabulous. And the Lucky 21 Virtual Retreat. Thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me, darling. I love seeing you. I love seeing you. Take care, everybody. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. I'm Rachel Martin. After hosting Morning Edition for years, I know that the news can wear you down. So we made a new podcast called Wild Card, where a special deck of cards and a whole bunch of fascinating guests help us sort out what makes life meaningful. It's part game show, part existential deep dive, and it is seriously fun. Join me on Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR.